planet Earth. It's time for another edition of Radio Wilder with Harry playing the greatest music ever made from around the world, along with Wilder News Flashes, the Hot Wilder T-shirts. Click on store on RadioWilder.com to see how you can get one and how it helps the Be Kind to People Project. You buy, you help. Now, crank it up for 60 years of music, stories, and life. Here's Harry. Evening, wilder ones, wild ones, Friday night, ready to do it, ready to crank up the music, crank up all the information that you may need to take you into the weekend. We're still kind of basking over the great response we got on Memorial Day show, uh, kind of a, after seven months, letting people know, because we do get new ones every week letting them know how this thing started and never started as any kind of a show. I had no idea of that. Terry had no idea of that. A show to me was uh, people coming over to my house and just putting my music on shuffle and it would roll along and one of those homesick songs or something would come on and somebody said, what is that? That would be fun or that they liked it. And I was always happy, but it was only, it's done for, it's my music and I love the music. So if somebody else liked it, that would be great. And I've said, countless countless times the credit for this show the main credit for this show for the growth in the countries etc comes from basically six decades plus of rock certainly we've gone out of that we've gone back as far as 1929 there are other different stuff there are some rock and roll songs that were done in the late 40s that came out Oldsmobile 88 is one that comes to mind but Primarily the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and the 2000s. Those are rock and roll. And as I look at our list today, we basically cover every single one of those except the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000. But the Memorial Day show was great. Let people know how it started. Put it together with our most popular show, which happened to be my buddy on there, Ty Grimes and his band playing. So that was, a, that was an extra treat and enjoyable and tying it together. And thanks, Dave and Terry, for helping putting the show together. It's the first time we've ever done like a compilation. And we're going to do some more of them because it went over well. And a fact that I didn't mention then and learn, the very first Memorial Day, and it was called something different, was like, it was called like Decoration Day, was uh, 1868. And several cities and several places claimed to originated it, but the title, the official federal title, goes to a little teeny upstate New York village called Waterloo, New York. And then it became an official federal holiday in 1971. So that's some Memorial Day trivia. Uh, you know, I, I, I won't get into the, to any reason. I wish you didn't have as many people that you had to celebrate their lives and deaths, but we have the most respect for those that do. And, and certainly in some of the wars, uh, you had no choice. You had to go fight. You were attacked. And those are the ones that uh, you just, you had to do it. Some of the other ones, maybe you didn't have to do it and maybe you shouldn't be doing it, but that's not for me to decide. And that's certainly not on a rock and roll show. So Terry told me this week that some big podcast search engine site found us 
and uh, asked if they could put us in their search engine, and we came up real high up in rock and roll. So that's another another. When I say real high, I don't know how they came up with that, but when you search us on this particular site, and I'll have to get more information. I just heard it a little while ago. We'll we'll figure out how that goes, but we're happy to have it. Uh, thrilled to have it. We had. Uh, some technical difficulties, as you all know, in the perfect show, 32, 33 has come out since and been fine. And now 34 here, actually, as I look down at, not only did I cover the decades, but I've got two family members on here. I've got uh, the uh, my wife's sister, Lil, Carol Bonmiller, and we've got her request coming on first. And guess who's coming on for the second one? None other than T-Bone Anderson put an official request in. He could have called me on the phone. I think we could have done it then, but he put it in under the request. So we appreciate that. And as we all, and as I keep saying, we're we may we're almost at the point of doing one a show. Not quite. We had a couple that came in, but if you put a request in, I will play it. It's a guarantee. It may be six or seven shows out, but it's a guarantee. But we've caught. But since we've been doing two, we've caught up. And maybe, uh, but certainly you all are welcome. I had somebody send me a request the other day and say, you know, this is kind of blue. It was Mr. Steve Nagel. Let's just call it out who it is. He's basking in the glow right now of his of a romantic relationship. So we don't even we can't even talk about any of his victims right now because he's he's in he's got that glow going. And I said, Steve, I'm happy to play. It's a good sounds like a good tune. Anybody requests it except for except for the rap, we're going to play it. And unless it was some, you know, just out of control thing, I don't really have any any kind of a, a a governor over here at the place. So pretty much anything will come in, but we're happy to play it and we'll enjoy playing it. And uh, speaking of the countries, we're at 28 now as we picked up the giant China, except that's not exactly 100% true. You know, I've always said, I don't know where these programs, where these countries come from, how we get them, just organic because we're not really advertising. We don't do anything. And so, uh, Steve Steve mentioned, well, why don't you you know send an email out and find <laughs> where am I going to send an email out to uh, outer music space to my to my friends the aliens? But we cheated a little bit, or I cheated a little bit because uh, the show's number one contributor, Mr. LeBeau, Mike LeBeau, was over in China. He and Sandy were teaching over there, and so I said, well, if you get a chance to listen to the show, and it was going to be his wife's. Uh, dedication I said you'll pick up a country now China has visited people from China have visited our website but that doesn't count as a download so Mike downloaded it properly so now he has 898 songs plus one country so he's he's leading in all races that you can have but thanks Mike for doing it hopefully some other folks that you met over there will pick it up and enjoy it too so we're right in the middle of the Memorial Day and now we're going to be coming up on the July 4th and it is official we are going to do the the British big boys, the uh, Beatles and the Stones, and do it. And we're gonna we're gonna do it top ten each in reverse order. Their tenth most popular seller for each leads off the show, and we build it up. Like somebody said the other day, like Casey Kasem. Even I barely can remember him, but I, I'm sure some of our younger audience one audiences don't know. We'll build it up and then end it with a number one. Got a couple double plays, got some good sound bites in there. So I think that'll be a very interesting and a good show. So uh, I don't really have a big story today, but I did see some, and, and we'll get into that a little later, something that 
uh, kind of piqued my curiosity, and I, and I saw all the different things you can do to have a healthy life, and I thought, well, I could speak on one of them, and just a little quick little deal how wonderful it can be, and hopefully I can do it in a fairly concise manner so you don't have to listen forever and ever. All right, music time. We're going to start her off with Collective Soul. Uh, Collective Soul, uh, they're American rockers from Stockbridge, Georgia. They live in Atlanta now, and they had several different iterations of bands, and they had their leader, the singer, and they were putting this group together and that group together. And they did a demo. They really didn't have an, uh, a record company, and they did a just a little demo of Shine, and it happened to get it happened to get into an Amy Stalling of Georgia's music show. That's on the Georgia State, which happens to have the largest uh, college radio station in the United States, the largest meaning the most wattage, 100,000 watts. She introduced it and threw it into the rotation. It instantly became a fan favorite. So then Atlanta heard about it and thought about it. Then they had some legal hassles from one of their old flaking you know, they got people that weren't helping them out, and all of a sudden they saw the gravy train pull by, and they tried to hop aboard, you know, some of the folks do. And then, so finally they started their own label called L Music Group, E-L. And then they put, they've just done six, seven albums, and now they are, uh, their stuff has been used in anything they're, one of their big albums that they released they got one of these little freebies where they run around it was using a special k commercial and that really rocked them they happened to be a, a very important band to marlene and i we we started to i'm not going to say court i don't even know what that means myself i don't want to go to court i do know that but when we dated we we go back and forth from uh, our different outposts that we lived at and just like teenagers throw out some songs and collective soul was certainly they have two or three of our absolute favorites then i think we're fairly clean do we come up to lil now we're gonna to have to do a little sticky on lil not on lil herself but actually on the group she picked so let me see here what are we gonna do here one two three let's just go four let's go four it'll give you a, a 2004 2010 60s we'll just do four i'll figure out what the heck i'm going to do after that and we'll have a better way to get the show started let's play a little music tonight we're going to we're in a we're in a music kind of mood as we always are on friday night so i hope you have a great weekend plan for yourself if you're not listening to us tonight then you're listening to this tomorrow or, or sunday hope you enjoy it and again keep the requests coming and and ideas for the show we've got several different ideas from people now not just musical contributions so keep it going and uh, keep uh, and what i would say is the general attitude around this place is great and that just happens to be the name of the collective soul song we'll catch up on the other ones and tell you the name you won't miss one of them as soon as we catch up let's rock it let's roll it on radiowilder.com <laughs> Yeah, I've nothing that's etched in stone 
some visitors in the studio this evening so if you hear a noise which i can't replicate it sounds like some kind of a combination between a duck and a hoot owl etc etc but it's their quail and they're outside and uh there's not much i can do about it if they come in i don't mind they're not like a telephone so the little quails are running around the quail are running around the yard so if you hear that that little hoot hoot that's who it is. Happy to have them here in the studio or next to the studio. And they're not running around in the studio. That would not be good, I don't think. So we told you a collective soul did General Attitude. It's off the Youth album, 2004, one of the one of their about third album that they did. Then Bad Luck, which uh, when we used to play poker, if you played as well as you could at the big high-level games, you figured that your skill level was, depending on people, 30 to 40 percent nobody give it more than that and the rest of it pretty much depends on luck so that tells you how much your skill can impact still it's a big deal it's better than having 10 percent skill when you need 30 or 40 but luck would always always decide what's what so you don't want to be running around with a bunch of bad luck and the good luck makes me think of uh, my our friends bill and Donna Carrick, now they're robbing casinos. Every time they go up to their casino, they're cashing in this, cashing. They're not really robbing the casino, but they have the deft touch. Certainly Donna does, and Bill's right behind her. They go in and say, I need three grand tonight. I need some comps. I need this. I don't know if they'd ever have to pay for another meal up at the end of the Mountain Gods in Riodosa. They must have a stack of comps 
everywhere, and they're pretty lucky in other ones too. But I think that's all Bill. I think that's uh, Bill and Donna's uh, after after retirement uh, slush fund, if you will. Okay, then we went to. I know you were waiting and waiting and waiting for Joy Division singing Dead Souls, except we didn't hear any singing. You kept hearing music for about two minutes straight, wondering, are they going to come on? And they did come on. So that's Joy Division off the Dead Souls. Actually, it's off Substance album, and it's Dead Souls. And they actually did sing. I watched it. It was about four minutes and 40 seconds. Finally, they came in at about 2.41. And then Little Children, we all remember this when you're a little kid. If you have brothers and sisters, you're smooching or moving around a little bit. They're watching, laughing, pointing trying to blackmail you. Well, Billy J. Kramer from the 60s was talking about the little children, trying to bribe them and move them along. We've been all, all of us have been through that little area, I know, at least many of us, where you had, especially when you had the brothers and sisters, that's where it was. All right, we're going to move along. We're going to do a little song by the Romantics, Out of My Mind, and that's a 2007. It's a kind of a alternative punker. And now we're going to move on and let Bon Jovi take the stage. Now, Bon Jovi is from Jersey. Uh, John Bon Jovi started in 83. They stayed, remained intact except for a bass player and, of course, Richie Samboro, who left in 2013, their lead guitar player. Uh, they'll step up to the plate and tell you we've sold over $100 million. And here's another one. That, this is the new record probably a long, long time ago on the, on the, on the Wilder program. I believe... I'm going to trust my memory to say that the Ramones, who, by the way, happened to be on this particular show, did like 2,300 or 2,400 concerts or something like that over a period of time. Well, guess what? Bon Jovi's done over 2,700 so uh, and done it in over 50 countries. So I think they've got that new title. They're in the U.K. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the U.S. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And in fact, they just got in last month, I think the 13th or 14th of April, Bon Jovi and Richie and his gang got in. And then uh, Bon Jovi and Richie Zambora were inducted the songwriters in 2009. So a pretty prolific group. It's going to go out to my sister-in-law, Lil Bon Miller. So Carol, hopefully you'll enjoy Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. And then I think we'll do two. We'll do a little 64, a little quickie, a little bread and butter. We'll do that. And then we'll go out to the wolf, let him step up for a minute. Then we'll do, uh, if I don't get lost, I think maybe we'll have a little, we'll take a little peek there. Let me see. I always, I can't help it even though I've looked at this list. Once I'm actually talking live to you. Then I still have to figure it out. So let's go do a couple real quick, and I can I get my bearings here because in rock and roll you need your bearings. You need some kind of bearings. You need ball bearings in your feet, I guess, to move around, or ball bearings in your anchor. So let's uh, let's get out there and get in a little out of my mind by the Romantics. <laughs> Never enough 
Click on store on RadioWilder.com. Number one with over 60 years of music, life, and stories. Harry on RadioWilder.com.
you go, Lil. Ron did the posting for you. You got a good one there. Bon Jovi, living on a prayer. And then out of my mind by the romantics. All right. I'm taking a look at this thing. Now, I think so trying to line them all up just the way we like them. I think we're going to go for two little ones, a little bread and butter. Nobody knows that except for a few of us. It's fun. It's by the New Beats at 64. It's quick. It's a two-minute kind of just make you think about it, the defeats that you can have when your baby stops feeding you bread and butter and gets onto the biscuits and gravy. And then we're going to go out to the wolf out of his the chest 50th anniversary collection, 50s. You know, early 60s, 50s, mostly Hidden Charms. I like that one by Holland Wolf. I have all kinds of his stuff and all the other guys. But I heard that the other day and I liked it. Then I think we'll stop and I think I'm going to use the songs that are Induces or Wilder to remind me of something that happened to me and maybe be helpful to you all. I'll give you a, a quick, a quick little. I don't know, one of the, well, not one. It's actually the greatest mental thing, the greatest, healthiest thing I've ever touched in my whole life. And I've touched plenty of things that are unhealthy, but this is a cool thing if you learn even part of it. And I saw it in a column today that had about 10 things for you to live healthy. And if you did all 10 of those, you'd be so busy doing the 10 that I don't know how healthy you would be, but it made me think of it because I didn't really have anything to talk about tonight specifically and i don't have to some nights some nights i don't want to some nights i do some nights unfortunately for you you get an 18 minute straight babble so we'll do these two very quickly talk to you a little bit and then we'll go into the deuces or wilder and i think if i can do this right we may go into the deuces or wilder and pop another song on it that way i can give you or maybe two on it that way i can we can uh, move you along with another four three or four however that goes so we're going to get some bread and butter That'll, that's from the New Beats in the 60s, 1964. And then we're going to let the wolf come on and talk to you about the hidden charms of his baby, the howling one, the howling wolf.
gorgeous old song Her love is so true I think about her That's all I do She wakes water In my heart What move me, darling? Is your head in charge? Ooh-wee, what a baby butter new beats and then of course the wolf the howling wolf so before we go into the deuces or wilder this column that i saw today and the uh double the deuces or wilder uh the songs that we're going to play tonight are are the the title when i was young the animals did it originally in the 60s and then it was covered by the ramones so when i was young or younger i had a uh, well, I'll just I'll call it a crash, really. It was a combination of uh, panic attacks, anxiety. Uh, all of us have certain gas uh, oil mixtures of OCD, some a little, some a lot. Same with all that stuff. And I'd gotten to a point in my life where I was balancing way too many things on my plate, and I just had a general crash. And it was, uh, I mentioned it in one of the other shows, but long story short, everybody thought I had all kinds of physical things. Anybody who knows me should know they're all mental. But basically, I'd done too many things. My brain was freaking. I didn't, I didn't have it organized. I didn't have it in gear. I never took the needle off. I had meetings after meetings. Go ahead. I'll be in the office at 7 o'clock, pour on the meetings, endless meetings, meetings that would go on way too long. It'd fry my brain. So as I made my comeback... Uh, Dr. Larry Edkin basically saved my butt, and uh, we started to work on the mental aspect of the of the of the world. When uh, my doctor, my regular doctor, said, "There's nothing physically wrong with you. You got to see go see my buddy." So what he basically did was he made me go through my my day each day, all 24 hours, other than when I was sleeping, of course, almost minute by minute. And after a few sessions, he said, "Look, basically." He said, you're going to have to, the first thing you're going to have to do is learn to take the needle off the record. That was his exact expression. He said, you're going to need to start taking like 
about four breaks a day for about 15 minutes. He said, but you don't sit there idle. He said, we're going to learn some uh, meditation techniques. And he said, this isn't meditation where you're laying on a beach thinking of a beautiful lady with you and beer and everything's all great. He said, we're going to focus on business, what I would call meditation, but how it, as how it relates to your business. So when I saw this article today, it had 10 things in there. That I did appreciate the fact these two docs, you probably see them, they're syndicated in all the newspapers. They did champion coffee, all the positives. Of course, 10 years ago, coffee was no good, and probably 10 years from now, it'll be no good again. But right now, it's up there. Eat salmon, uh, X amount of exercise, the five, you know, horrible fat, five Fs, fat, and this and that, not to, and your fruits and vegetables, and on and on and on. And then it had meditation in there. And I thought, okay, that's pretty cool, because what I learned with meditation simply was, it's a it's a tool that you can have that if somebody near you or around your family doesn't, it's a tremendous advantage to have in life. And the more fast-paced your life is, even if it isn't fast-paced, it's such a beautiful relaxer. So I'm going to give you a short version of the first one that I learned. It's going to be very short and quick. Larry, did you give me permission many years ago? To, he said, you're good enough now as a junior. You can talk to people about it, about what their problems are and stuff. And I'm not going to talk to you about any problems. If you're listening to rock and roll, you don't have any problems. You're in a good spot, nor do you probably need to meditate right now. But as I, as you, any of you who have gone to the site notice, I do have that meditation and uh, yoga, yoga. <clears throat> a you know kind of a calm list to have out there we got that out there for you if you just want to mellow it out a little bit you can listen to that but what the first one he gave me said look you think you have everything that's twirling and whirling around in your brain going on but you'll find out when you do this exercise that you don't so he said just relax you know, I sat in a chair, and you can either have your eyes closed, not have your eyes closed, fixate on something, play with music, not play with music. I've done it always. So it's whatever makes you the most comfortable. But the point is to get yourself relaxed. Deep breathing is very helpful. And then I like to do it with my eyes shut. And I've done different games with it, but I'll stick to the standard. So then what you do is you start thinking all the things that are going on in your mind. Whatever, it hap- whatever they happen to be, and you attach a certain amount of importance to them. So let's say that you saw, um, I don't know, let's say you saw a branch, you were going out to take care of your dog, pick up his pen and all that, and there was a low branch from one of the trees sticking out, and yeah, one of these days it's going to whack you if you don't cut it off. Well, that's not going <laughs> to, it's not the, hopefully, that's not the most important thing in your life. So you just throw that out there as, and you put them in a, and you put it in a ring, like a, a ring. And then this particular wing would, ring would be the widest because what you want to do is start with the widest, most, just something that you notice, but it's inconsequential compared to the, when you go and it's like a target. Each ring gets smaller and smaller and smaller till you get to the middle, and that's the most important pressing thing in your life, and that's how you're supposed to do it. So you begin to look at these individual things, and then the next one is something else inside that, and a little bit more important, and a little bit more important, and you may have anywhere between, I don't know that I've ever had less than five, six, or seven, and as many as 12 or 13 rings. You probably don't need 12 or 13 so you'll learn to get to maybe make that 12 or 13, 10. 
But as you go through each one of these, you contemplate it for a minute. You look at it like I, I would look at it like it's flying around in space and think, okay, I'll put that in a circle. So what you're really doing is organizing for your brain, the thoughts and letting your brain know, I've got that. And I thought about that. I thought about that branch. So that's not subconsciously out there somewhere. And then you go down to the most important thing, period, whatever that happens to be. That's the big one. And whatever you happen to do, okay, so you do that. And you have your, you're looking out there and you see your rings like a target. Then you go back out. You can do it either way. I always like to go back out, start with the branch and say, all right, what am I going to do with that branch? I'm going to cut that branch out Tuesday at 8. I'll take care of that. It's nothing to me. I don't care about it. Then you move to the next and you decide what you're going to do or not going to do or I'll put it on hold or whatever. But the point is you're acknowledging it. You're telling your brain, I'm aware of it. You know, I, I got it handled. I got it up there. And then as you move down each individual ring, you make the decisions as what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And how it came into play, how it came into play in then when you get all done the second time, then you can go from the most important all the way out. And the reason you do that is because as you go to the most important, you've got it handled, whatever that happens to be. And the next one and the next one. And as you go out easier and easier, instead of getting harder, they're getting easy. And then you're relaxed. And then you do a, like a countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. When you get down to about 4 or 3, slowly begin to open your eyes. And then when you get to zero and you sit, sit for a couple of minutes. Don't go anywhere. Either your eyes can be open or shut. Just relax it. That'll take you a while to do this. It took a long time for me to do it, meaning a few months to do it where it felt comfy and natural. But when it does, man, you'd be surprised how you move for your day, how energetic you are, and how it ha plays a big part in, in your calmness. Yet you're not, you're calm, but you're sharp. You're very, very sharp because your brain knows all the things that I don't know. I'm not a brain guy, so I can't say it relaxed, but it's aware of everything. And where it came into play for me when I first started to use it, I didn't, I use the rings in every, every, I'd take four breaks a day, 15 minutes a break and do the rings to begin with. And there used to be a tree outside of our office and I'd focus on that tree and then kind of get my eyes off. But where it came into play at work was each one of those 15 minutes at work, I would focus on what was upcoming the next couple of hours. Okay, at uh, 10.30, this is 10 o'clock, I'm taking a break. 10.30, we have a commercial insurance meeting. At 11.15, we're doing this. 12 o'clock, we're going to lunch. I've got a conference call at 1. And you'd do the same thing about letting your brain know you are, you're aware of all these things. It's the same principle that I got it handled, I got to do it. So what you find over a period of time, it really reduces your anxiety and your trepidation, whatever the meetings, because you you had it planned. You knew what it was going to, you weren't, when the two o'clock meeting came, you weren't on the phone at 158 and all of a sudden, uh oh, it's the two o'clock meeting. It takes a while to have it work. But those rings, if you begin to do that back to those, you'll slowly but surely feel a certain calmness. Now you have to take care of the duties after a while, whatever you've decided to do, do them, because that helps the whole process out. So when I saw that on the list, if you can get into any kind of meditation, and I'm more than happy, we have maintenance meditations. There's all kinds of meditations to do. Some are fun. We'll do some fun ones sometime. 
maybe I bring one out. I, I have one that I used to like to do and, and go to a certain place and create my home and the ocean and that, that kind of stuff too. It all works. But when you first begin to do it, if you really think you have a need for it, a necessity, then you go to the hardcore stuff that works that you need to cool yourself down and calm yourself down. So hopefully that helps some people. Uh, if not, look up some things. And I have cassettes and tapes that I haven't done years. And the truth is, I should do it a minimum of once a day because it's just so wonderful. You come out of it, let's say you do it for 15, another five, you're just kind of relaxing. At 20 minutes, you come out firing. It's amazing what it does. Your head is so clear and casual, and it's uh, it's all under your command. It doesn't cost you any money. It's just a mental thing. It's a mental exercise. And that mental stuff that I learned through all those years ago uh, not only got me back to life even, but got me in the lead. And I remember Larry telling me, he said, someday you're going to be happy that this happened. You crashed. I said, I don't think so, Larry. He said, oh, yeah. He said, because we'll go to a place and after a while where you'll have advantages over the normal person who doesn't even know how to deal with stress. It's a tremendous stress factor. No, there are other things besides just that meditation. Hopefully that's helpful. And if not, how about if we hand out a dose of music? All right, so we're going to do, Dave will take us into the Deuces Are Wilder. And when we come out of the Deuces Are Wilder, I think, let's see. You know what? We come out of the Deuces Are Wilder. I'm going to play one song just to knock it off. It's a 2017. I like it. We'll stop for a minute. And uh, I may or may, I may do the Enquirer before this song or I may not, but I'll announce it to you so don't get nervous, guys. So we'll go in and we'll do the Animals and we'll do the Ramones and let them do when I was young. Good Deuces Are Wilder selection. The greatest songs in rock and roll history with the coolest covers. It's time for Harry's Deuces Are Wilder. Great songs, great covers. so much colder then my father was a soldier then and times were very hard when i was young when i was young i smoked my first cigarette at ten and for girls i had a bad yen and i had quite a
my faith was so much stronger than I believed in fellow men and I was so much older than when I was young when I Sixties and late eighties, when I was young, the Animals off to, off their retro album, 
and the Ramones off of Acid Eaters, the Punkers, and a soulful, soulful, soulful Eric Burden. Okay, I think as I take a little peek at this, Terry's a big fan, a big, he enjoys when we can put uh, four to the floor, so I don't think he'll mind this. So what I think we'll do, T, is we're going to include your beautiful, beautiful request coming in because your request is good, plus it calls for a sticky. So when we, what we'll do is we'll do the sticky, we'll do four, and then it'll be a late stop at the Enquirer store. We'll bring that in, and then we'll take it right out the door with four. Anytime I can get these four, really like them. And they're, sometimes they really accentuate what the differences are in the music that we're having, the Wilder Jalopy. And in, I think in this particular case, they will, because they're pretty much all over the board, spreading her out. So we'll start her off, and let's go to Terry Sticky first. The first song we're going we'll to, we'll, we'll tell you what the songs are as we after we stop and go into the before we go into the shop but terry sticky he requested china grove from the doobies doobie brothers best of the doobies remastered 1976 said it reminded him good times old times so doobie for anybody who knows or knows anything about it is what they used to call a uh, a joint you know, give me a doobie. A couple of these guys didn't even know what the name was. They're an American rock band from San Jose. They've had a handsome sales effort themselves, sold over 40 mil. Greatest success was in the 70s. They've been playing for five decades. Known for good vocal stuff. They made the Hall of Fame, Rock Hall of Fame in 24, 2004, I should say. String of hits. They came straight off their 73 album, and they had about five or six in a row, which included China Grove. And then the uh, in 2012, they had, um, you know, the game, they started with four, five, lost several, and by 2012, they had five of the band members were deceased for a variety of different things. So they put together a documentary called let the music play, which is the story of the Doobie Brothers. And now in 2018, they are playing it with Steely Dan. The remainders, I think there's two original or one original, and they're doing 70 or 80 shows a year. That's pretty awesome. Sometimes I really do think back, if we'd have taken our rugged crew out to California, how it would have gone. Would I be playing? Would I be on the drums now playing for all those years where I envy my buddy Ty, that he's been able to do it, but he earned it. It's not an automatic, comfortable, leisurely, casual life. It's tough on its own. You got to do it, but you're rewarded when you get to play music. So we're gonna do. We're gonna go to the Shelters, which one is one of Shelley's little favorite groups. 2017 really wanted you. Then we're gonna do China Grove for Terry T Bone Anderson, and then one of the ones I like is just a little rocker. And uh, I'll give you the name of the songs anyways, what the hell. Uh, and that's Somebody Help Me from Spencer Davis Group. Love that song. It's rugged. It's kind of rough. 60s. And then, of course, uh, one of the all-time greats that lasted for a lot longer than people realized, The Hollies. So we'll do, we'll do that for and come back and we'll see what the prizes are and the stories are in the Enquirer. So enjoy. We'll start it off when I was young and now really wanted you. Nearly knocked two teeth out, got five stitches in the chin. 
the world's greatest uncle, and he's got a coffee mug to prove it. You're listening to Harry on RadioWilder.com. Symbols on her fingers entering through the door Ruby glistening from her navel shimmering around the floor Bells of eco ting-a-ling-a-linging going through my head Sweat is falling just like a teardrop's running from her head Now she's dancing going through the movement swaying to and fro Body moving, bringing back a memory, thoughts of long ago. Blood is rushing, temperature is rising, sweating from my brow. Like a snake, her body fascinates me, I can't look away now. Stop, stop, stop all the dancing, give me time to breathe. Stop, stop, stop all the dancing, or I have to leave. She's moving all around the tables, blurring all inside. But I know that she cannot see me hidden by the light. Closer, closer, she's getting nearer, soon she'll be in reach. As I enter into a spotlight, she stands lost for speech. Stop, stop, stop all the dancing, give me time to breathe. Stop, stop, stop all the dancing, or I have to leave. Somebody help me. I threw in the live version. It's rugged and kind of rough, but it still has that power. But I just like the song. And the one that's not live is a little bit smoother and more clean cut. But for a liver, I thought it was a really good rocker. And they were formed in 63, the Spencer Davis group, by Spencer Davis. He recruited Steve Winwood and his brother Muff Winwood. And uh, they kept kept playing, and they were doing their first early successes in 66. They received, they released Give Me Some Lovin' and I'm a Man. Both of them sold over a million. Then Stevie left to form Traffic in 67. They regrouped and put out a Mr. Second Class, which got a lot of heavy airplay on Radio Caroline. You remember we talked about that? One of the two remaining pirate ships still playing. So it was a short-lived uh, obviously, Stevie Winwood's gone on to great fame, 
but uh, it's a group that I always enjoy, always enjoyed. So we're at the particular point now. We're at the action. We're at the inquiry. It's time to have a little peek and have a look, see what we have going on. Now, rip from the headlines. It's a Radio Wilder News Flash. Brought to you by Harry's National Inquirer. Spelled with an I. Because inquiring minds and behinds want to know. Now, here's Harry. Let's see if we got anything. Is it clean this week? Is it easy? Uh Uh-oh. I see some more Britain stuff. But uh, the wedding has already gone off, so this will be important that we're able to lay this in for you. So uh, there were the the Enquirer exclusive that they blew out in my home delivered one, the last one, where there were three JFK shooters. There were four bullets. Four bullets were fired. Uh, not three, a dramatic new analysis of footage enhancement done by a respected news producer, Mitchell Mora. He worked with Fox and CNN, and he has analyzed it, and that's his conclusion. Of course, everybody's analyzed it since 1963, but that's what he claims that uh, uh, Oswald was not alone in doing the shooting and doing it, so I don't know where that's going to go. And then of course, over the pond we go. This is another one of those things where the royals were saved from wedding terror, a wedding terror bomb, actually. The terrorists were going to blend in, and and they were going to be like, um, what, what would be the homeless? They're going to be like homeless and then blend in and cause a big old bloodbath that would rock and shock the world for the wedding, wrecking the wedding. But a special forces cop, an English special forces cop and his wife, smelled him out, found out, uh, and uh, took care of business and got, got rid of him to save him from any kind of a terrorist show. Of course, any day now when you hear about terrorists, you know, it's a possibility that it might have happened. Whether he did or didn't, we know that ultimately they stopped him. And kind of a negative for your NCIS fans. I never watched the show, don't know anything about it. But I do know that Mark Harmon let his sister, because I know who his sister is. That's Ricky Nelson's wife, Chris with the K. He let her die alone, apparently. He had a lot of money. And there was a feud that they had that apparently when she was younger, they were trying to get control of her kid, that she was not a responsible mom. She wasn't this, wasn't that. So he let her go under. And uh, Kristen Nelson died, matter of fact, on April 26. Uh, he never helped her out and left it left it as it was. The feud prevailed, and there was no help from Mark Harmon. Well, how true that is, I'm just reading it from the Enquirer. And I know that when Ricky Nelson got married, I think his plane went down in 85. I know when he got married to Chris Nelson, she made a few appearances on the Ozzy and Harry, beautiful girl. And uh, so when you look at some of these people, Mark Harmon, his dad was a very famous football player, Tom Harmon. So there's a lot of celebrity in their family. And uh, so that's the end of the mark. That's the NCIS story. All right, the, the gift shop winner, it's... There are a lot of NASCAR fans. We have a NASCAR race here. You get a chance to celebrate uh, Dale, Dale, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., his uh, career with the Chevy SS Supersport is what that, that means, sculpted to a 1 to 18 ratio. It's autographed, and it has uh, all kinds of photos and pictures from winners. You know, some of his winning races comes from the Hamilton collection, emblazoned with pictures of 
uh, the winds and it's hand numbered. Your car arrives at your castle with a rear spoiler, the replica Goodyear tires, and the driver's side safety net is there too. So it's a little bit more expensive, but if you're a NASCAR fan, it's a handsome little car. Looks good. Looks like a real race car decaled up to hell, but it's still a little bruiser. And they need $199.95 for you. But, of course, you always can go on the easy pay. Five nice payments of $39.99. $365 guarantee. So we do have, again, a lot of NASCAR fans. one 1942 I have it memorized now. You can get directly into the gift shop and get what you want. No jewelry. They do always have jewelry, though. And I've got to get Doug on here to start analyzing some of these jewelry prizes. I'll send him two or three and get his opinion. He probably don't really want Doug's opinion on what they're like. But, all right, we have a sticky left, and it's going to be the next to the last. Plus, there's one of the singers on here irritates me a little bit. He's been rude to me. So we're going to talk about that. Rye Cooter. Ryland is his name. But it's R-Y Cooter. This is the trouble I went into, run into sometimes. I'm very familiar with Ry Cooter. He's done just about everything. But what I didn't realize, sometimes I go, uh-oh, a big sticky. And his big sticky is too huge for everything. He's done, uh, he's a songwriter, a musician. He's done film score, comp- film score, composer, record producer. He's known for his great slide work, his guitar work. And he's also, and he's played with everyone. You name it, he's played with them. So I'm not even going to put that down. That would be a great sticker. And that, remember the movie, The Buena Vista Social Club? He did the score for that. It was a big hit. Cooter was ranked. And think of this. Think of this. In 2003, Rolling Stones rated the greatest guitar players. He was rated eighth. That shows you what he can play. He's a little older now, but I'm not playing you one of his old tunes. He has come out with The Shrinking Man. I don't know if he's talking about himself or... As you get older, we shrink, or what the hell's going on? But this is his brand new album. Came out in February, March. Oh no, it just came out in April. It's called the Shr- and the song is "Shrinking Man," and the album is "The Prodigal Son," a 2018. The newest song on here is by Ry Cooter. And what is that? How, how do you like that? And then, unfortunately, the song we take it out. But I'm not going to be prejudiced on this show. We don't have that here at the Radio Wilder Show. It's oh, it's Iggy Pop off of the Nude. And rude, and that is true. I don't know about his nudeness, but he's been rude to me. It's the best of Iggy Pop, and he's doing The Passenger, which is a cool song. It's a 77, and like her or not, i got to play Iggy. I'm very disappointed that you haven't reached out. Everybody else has, and you haven't made it time, but that's not going to stop us from giving the fans what they need. So I don't have much to say about number 35 because we're, we're kind of putting it together and I'm because I'm I'm just really kind of concentrating on it's getting close to that big July 4th that's what I've been working on let's see if I can show you a few treats in in uh, number 35 we got Dave Clark Farmer John's daughter that's a nice one Jim Croce makes his debut on the Wilder program beautiful song Kurt Baker's Combo also, got a couple nice requests, and one of the very earliest, earliest rock and roll songs recorded, Beats Elvis a little bit, a 1955 classic. So I guess we do have a little something to talk about. But as it is, I'll do what I always do. Thank you very much, because we all mean it. We were working real hard. We worked hard on the Memorial Day. Dave, Terry, and I did. 
And we're working on the July 4th. Dave's done a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, and so we're excited about what that baby's going to come out looking like. And uh, we appreciate all the listening. We appreciate the uploads every week. Mike, thanks for stealing the country for us, bringing in. It was fake. But the, most of the other ones are not. So I'm happy to have them. But we got to be honest on the Wilder program. We don't want to act like it's coming from everywhere. We're lucky to have five countries and thrilled to have 28 right now, is I think what the number is. So I'll give you the songs. Keep on dancing, the gentries. That's a little quick mover, 65. All that's going to do is make you go get another drink or laugh with joy. And it's, it's, it's just got, you know, what else? It's, it, makes you, it's got the, it makes you bounce your feet around a little bit. Keep on dancing. Then we're going to go over to the Grand Funk Railroad. And this is 30 years of their classics. This is some kind of wonderful by the Funksters. Plenty of their songs. We've already played plenty, and there's plenty more to come. And then Shrinking Man by Rye, and then The Passenger, off of the nude and rude, the best of Iggy Pop. So enjoy it. Thanks again for coming out. Thanks again for listening. Uh, Thanks for for telling your friends about the show. Be sure again, please. I don't want to do it every week, but I feel like doing it every week. You got a crispy five. You got a 20, maybe even a 50. If you're feeling good on July 4th, send it to the kids at the Be Kind People Project, would you? There have been some donations coming in. Uh, We're happy to see that. They gave us a good report. But send some more over there because I can tell you I would not have it on. It's not like charities are lining up to get on my program, our program. But this is such a good one. I was lucky to hook up with Marsha Meyer. Uh, She's friends with some of my friends, and that's how it is. It's a wonderful cause. I really, really believe in it. How can you, the kids are innocent, third through the eighth grade. How can you not believe in them? So let's keep on dancing. Keep on rocking on RadioWilder.com. See you next time.
thinking man's gotta eat right sometimes I don't need much and I don't pay No starvation wage To pull balls out on a poison ground You don't rob the land prayer cause a shrinking man better be a praying man once i had a dream i was working i had good ideas i made big plans now i'm just like a leaf in the wind that's blowing i hope king jesus can understand shrinking man shrinking man
Great stories and this crazy thing called life. All right here on RadioWilder.com every Friday. Thanks for listening.